uh, it, it seems to me that we could make that peace could be more profitable than war, but that it will take more hard work. Uh, which is to say, war is war is easy money. Uh, we've human beings, that is to say, have always profited from war. There's always been it's, whether it's controlling the oil or controlling the salt or controlling the the roads and the highways or people or, or controlling people. Um, thankfully, we're living in t- today. One of the, one of the good things about today's world is that we. Almost, we have very little slavery left in the world, so that's good. We're, we're making progress. Yeah, very little relative to comments relative to what, that's you know true, to true. a thousand or two thousand years ago, or hundred um, years ago, or yeah, um, but relatively little slavery. But 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 whatever it is, war has always been the answer, and we we know how to do it. We're really good at it. We're really good at raising armies, producing weapons, getting the whole home front on on board, you know, and pitched in and tying a yellow ribbon around your, you know. I wanted to say something, but it's inappropriate. Well, I think, oh, okay. <laughs> say it, who but, 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 and I think that peace will take a lot more hard work. I think that's, that's obvious. I'm not the first one to notice that, that peace is really hard work, but I do feel that it can be even more profitable. But at a certain point, you know, you've got these dictators, you've got these tycoons, you've got these corrupt politicians, and you know, they know how to do war. They don't know how to do peace because they've never done it, you know, so it's scary to them. Uh, let's just keep doing war and we'll, we'll keep making our, our billions and, you know, so we won't hit the trillions. But I we'll think hit the you're billions. giving them a huge benefit of the doubt. I think it's, uh, well, I guess, I don't know. I obviously growing up in America, I know more about that culture than I do about here, but it's when you have a capitalistic society and fear drives consumption, that's what they lead with. I mean, I don't even know if it's what they're more comfortable with. I think they just don't care for them. That's what makes the most money. And when you have, and whether it's a fear of like, oh, I have to get the right pair of shoes because of I'm afraid that this, or on a bigger level of like, I'm afraid that terrorists are going to attack. So I have to buy this and I have to consume this. I like, think you have a, a few glaring examples, though, uh, of exceptions to that rule. <clears throat> um, one of my favorite classic examples being um, the legalization of marijuana. If if the profit motive is really the dominant driving force in the states, let's take just the states for a moment, yeah. then why is marijuana still illegal? Yeah, when it could, there are literally tens of billions of dollars to be made every no, year trillions. in the U.S. They showed, it was like if marijuana was legal within 20 years, the United States would be out of debt or something like that. Absolutely. Yeah, you can mathematically prove marijuana. it. And, yeah. and that's, that's only on the users that the people that, that um, freely admit their use. You know, you've got... I think a large percentage of uh, white collar professions and things like that where people aren't willing to even discuss, you know, when they respond to polls or surveys or things like that, that they're not necessarily. Um, so, so the actual numbers are probably even significantly higher, 10, 20, 30 percent higher than the um, than the surveys and the estimates. But so, you know, just one classic glaring example of an exception to the rule of, well, if profit is really all that matters and they don't, you know, to hell with the means then why is marijuana still not legalized? And, and it's getting there. And I, I personally believe in the next 10, 15 years, it's going to be legalized on a federal level in the United States. But, um, but you know, fact of the matter that it's taken this long. Yeah. I mean, I totally see what you're saying, but I feel like that's on a different level than the, you know, like Halliburton or the companies that these like warmongers and the oil industry is a much larger industry than the marijuana industry ever would be. Well, so trillions of dollars is a pretty big industry. Yeah. I, right. But I mean, the oil industry, I mean, people base, I mean, I don't know, I'm talking obviously from the perspective of an American in the United States, but they consider oil to be the future of, you know, not pot, not marijuana yeah. would never sustain um, 
the way of life, whereas like oil is the future of the of the whatever sustainability. Ironically, I see it. I see it the exact opposite <laughs> way. I see oil as the past yeah. in every sense of the I word. Totally yeah, and, too. and whereas cannabis, you actually can produce oil. You can produce fuel from it. You can produce cloth from it. It's not just smoke and pot. Yeah. It's uh, you can make clothing. You can make um, soaps <laughs> and shampoos and and rope and all yeah. kinds of stuff that really human beings have been making for thousands of years using cannabis. It's only in the last hundred years that it became an issue to begin with. 